Hello and welcome to Latino Secrets. My name is Alessandra. I am a co-host and we have our other co-host here. My name is Rolando Quispe. And we are starting our podcast right here and right now. Can't wait. And I think the first topic on hand is our ethnicity and where we grew up. And I'm actually, I was born in Lima, Peru. And I came to the United States when I was four. Allie? I actually didn't know that. Huh? <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were from Lima, but I didn't oh. know you came when you were four. Um, I, my family is um, from Peru, but I was born in Florida and I moved to Atlanta when I was about three. So. Oh, <laughs> we, were, you, were you actually born in Miami, right? I was born in Miami, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. so, I, I, I always thought like your family immigrated here didn't they? they did i was the only one that was born in the u.s so oh. my siblings were born in peru which is wild i got you okay yeah. very cool yeah that's reverse for me like i'm the oldest so all my siblings mm-hmm. are born here i'm the only one born in peru so. yeah so i think uh how, like how do we know how do we meet i think we met the- yeah i was like in i'd say grade school <laughs> elementary school probably yeah, no, I think because my memory serves that we, we met like during uh, the church, mm-hmm. right? I guess my family was still investigating or either that or I think because your mom was already a member. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think she was visiting us or something like that. That's the first impression that, of me. That makes sense. I, I don't have that thought. I just was like, I think I just knew you because we were both Peruvian at church. <laughs> no, because, okay, so my first memory of you is like you, you, uh, your mom visiting us in my house, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think she brought you, and that's how I met you. Mm, yeah. But then afterwards, I never talked to you again. <laughs> we weren't very social. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know why, though. I, I don't know why. Did you move, or were you always, like, no. we went to different middle schools. I know that. Yeah, we did. We went to the same high school, so that might have been it. Like, we just – and then you, you – um... That, I think that was probably why we didn't really connect as much because we didn't know each other until we were like in high school. But then by that time, you like kind of had have your friend group. Yeah, yeah. And high, you know how high school is. Like it's always like cliques and everything. And mm-hmm. actually, I didn't see you in the seminary, did I? Or were you in seminary? I don't remember. I was in seminary. Roswell Seminary? I was 100% what? in seminary. Yeah. Because I, I graduated I, and I got all my, you know, seminary. I did too. Yeah. I don't remember that, Allie, for real? That's all, no, I honestly don't know. The thing is, I was really chatty, and I was, like, probably, the thing is, I probably sat in the back, and I was chatty with my oh. friends. <laughs> yeah, that was too early for me. That's the same. But, yeah, uh, okay, cool. Like, um, I mean, I don't think, like, I really, I don't know. I think we didn't really know each other, but we knew of each other. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we yeah, had, I don't like, think we hung out, but, like, I, like, I don't think. I don't think I like ignored you. <laughs> I think no, like if I either, saw either. you, yeah, like, I, just, I had no like, like uh, I don't know, Ali, one of my friend. Like I don't, I don't know, like you know, like I didn't have that yeah. inclination or like, because you know, yeah. I have my own friend group as well too. Mm-hmm. So were you friends with like a lot of Latinos then? Uh, no, actually, no. I was uh, so freshman year. Like I had like the Asian, the white guy, the black guy, mm-hmm. like the Indian guy. Like I had just like a variety of just people. Like you know like from middle school come coming there yeah and to the lunch section that was honestly the best the the best lunch uh the best lunch i ever had like in around high school because mm. you know the problem with lunch is like you know 
you have different friends in different uh, yeah. periods and then like yeah. you're like oh man nobody i want to talk to i can't <laughs> hang out with it and I'm you have to loser. make new friends <laughs> yeah, yeah now i'm a loser i have to like go to the library or like eat by myself and like it's that's just yeah. so awkward that's so funny it's funny because i don't feel like our school is that big but like i swear like i don't think our circles ever like cross very much i was friends with like a lot of white white <laughs> like straight like just all white people Oh man, I I wish like I branched out more because like <laughs> my friends were very close niche whatever and I'm not, I'm not very uh, extrovert either mm. so it's very hard for me to go out there and just like make new friends and just yeah. talk whatever and then I don't know I, I never had somebody like to talk to during lunch unless uh, well I'll scratch that like ninth ninth grade and twelfth grade was like the my grades for like lunch mm. so. Dang, I wish I would have known that. Like, I, cause I don't, I don't think of you as like someone that's introverted at all. I feel like you're, you're an extrovert. Oh no, I'm super introverted. Like, I, I love like keeping to myself and have a close group of friends. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not outgoing. Like, what? what I don't do? know why I like have this because I'm introverted, <laughs> and so it's like fun. It's like interesting to me that I like. I think of you as an extrovert. No, I, th- I think of you as actually. <laughs> Yeah, because I have social anxiety. I <laughs> no, really. Wow, yeah. my friends are extroverts. So maybe that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I hang out with my best friend Mikey, and he was an extrovert. Okay, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, okay. so maybe that's why you know. Okay, and honestly, without Mikey, I would just be always in my house, never going out. Mm-hmm. You know, never meeting other people. You know. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad we reconnected. Yeah. For sure. Like, and I'm, I'm happy that we're actually doing this project now. I think me and Ali have this uh, YouTube channel we're creating right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, I, I just wanted to create a YouTube channel where I could basically pass down knowledge that I learned throughout my life and help other people out. Mm-hmm. And then so one of my ideas, one of the YouTube series I had was to create um latino stories which basically talks about latinos in certain industries and they talk about what they do their hardships you know and what kind of struggles they went to any advice Mm -hmm. to give out fellow people and so i reached out to all my friends you know that i could think of that were latino and ali was one of them Mm -hmm. and so when i reached out to ali she's like yeah sure i'm down she's very positive and everything and she i didn't know she was in marketing at the time And so then I was like, oh, do you want to be part of it? Because like, it looked like she had some interest. So I'm like, why not ask, you know? No, that was awesome because it was because like, obviously you didn't know, but I, I had been wanting to do a podcast or like YouTube for like a few years. And like, I, I didn't, I don't feel like I could do it on my own. And I was like, I wanted to find someone that I could do it with. And I also didn't, I have too many passions. So (laughs) I was like, it was good because I was like, oh, this is going to like one help, like have a partner that I can like that we can both work on something. It's not just on me and also kind of hone in whatever passion. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's what I, I personally needed a partner because Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not, I'm I'm going to be real with everybody. It's just like, it's hard to do like by yourself and like that, that motivation, you know, like that time and all that stuff. It's hard. It takes certain people. I, I know some people that can do it, but it's just not a lot of people can do that, you know? Uh-huh. So I feel like because, okay, so I, I don't want to be rude or anything, but like, you know, you are, I consider you my friend now, but honestly, I didn't know you 
you know, yeah. kind of acquaintance. So like, I feel like because you're my acquaintance, like if I said, I'm going to do something to you, like, I'm not like, like if you were like my friend, my best friend Lehigh, like I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we can do it later. You schedule No worries. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then like, it never gets done mm-hmm. because like, I feel like I made a commitment to you. Mm-hmm. I would have to honor that, you know, yeah. the person I am. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. exactly. No, that's, that's a really great way of putting it. Cause I think with your friends, it's just like more last. And so, because you have like that trust already, but like in this situation, I mean, we knew each other, but not like super well. So it, um, you kind of have to like keep that trust <laughs> and yeah, not no, break for, it. For sure, for sure. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want you to think bad of me. So you yeah. have to do this and that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not lazy. You know, I'm putting yeah. up my weight, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No stereotypes here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, though. So I'm really happy you, I got you on. I mean, you're handling most of the social media stuff, which I'm mm-hmm. honestly hel- I'm thankful for because the videos are like, sometimes it takes me three or four hours to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big help where just like yeah. you can help me with the graphics and all that. Yeah. And, no, and that we, will take me. I think each time it takes me at least a half hour to an hour for each of them. Thinking of like. Exactly. The creative and like thinking of the copy and like. It, it, it does take some time, right? You got to mm-hmm. think of exactly what to write and like mm-hmm. content creation is a big yeah. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then like, I'm glad that you come from a marketing experience or yeah. background yeah. as well, because like uh, my current job, I'm doing SEO and that's more for websites and stuff but currently um i'm handling uh video seo and i'm handling mm-hmm. two youtube channels for my client and so i like to also implement what i learned into our actual youtube channel you know and and the fact that you come from marketing helps us out as well mm-hmm. so. no yeah that definitely i think it's it's hard i mean because i've tried to do um different projects with like different people before and it's nice to have like common ground but like so we're in the same industry, but different expertise in the same industry. Exactly. Because I mean, I'm email and I've done social and I've done like ad stuff, but, and we are more on like the media side, which is awesome. And like the SEO, which I don't know anything about SEO. So it's, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's a good fit. Yeah. So, so for those of you who don't know, like I come from a media background. I graduated college with like, I guess a new media arts degree. And my first job with there was in the, at a, insurance company for like only for like a month after that i got a job at fox and worked there for like two years and then disney had bought fox so then i became disney and then for like a year or so we didn't know our situation so i think six months before finding out we we found out that our disney was going to close our branch and then that's when i decided to jump on seo and thankfully you know i took the severance and made the decision to stay and then I just got my job in SEO, you know, did, did a little course, you know, and got my experience. And yeah. That's, That's awesome. how I ended up in SEO. Yeah. And then my background is different. Also, I actually graduated in sociology with the thought of me becoming an attorney, which is funny to look back at now. And, and even then I like, I started college and thought I was going to go into med school. So like so many different trajectories. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy i i started college as a business major with the thought of like, oh i'm gonna go to med school as a business major to open my own practice oh dang then, yeah i was very um, ambitious optimistic. Which was awesome very optimistic yeah um, I'm to, you know that yeah because yeah, <laughs> yeah and then um i had taken a few classes and i was like this is not going to be for me <laughs> anyways switched to sociology which 
I think a lot of people don't know, but it's a study of society. So like how society affects people's behaviors and there's like a lot of research and data behind it. So I ended up kind of just falling into marketing after I graduated and worked with my brother a little bit while I was figuring out what exactly I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I worked at a tech company. And then after that, I worked for a restaurant company of like a hundred stores and did like app loyalty marketing there and email marketing. And now I work for an engineering company. So wow, lots of <laughs> different industries, but yeah, it's been, it's been really awesome. And I think now I'm, well, now I'm, uh, my title is a, I'm a marketing project manager. So it's not even necessarily email marketing from what I've been doing more like project sides. So I'm wanting to do more, get back into the creative side a little more eventually. Okay. Can I ask you a question though? Because uh, you're more, you're in a different side of marketing than I am. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, how was it that you got your foot in the door? Because, because for me, it was like, I also had to generate my own experience, right? Mm -hmm. I had to get my own clients. And then as soon as I got that, I was able to land a job. Yeah. So it was, it was who, you know, which is like, what's, I, which is so annoying. I, my, so my brother and his girlfriend have their own company. And so I just helped them like part-time. Oh, and that was your experience. Yeah. And that was my experience. Cause she was, so she did, she's a fashion blogger. So she does all like, I mean, like the social media. And so I would just like help them part-time while I was figuring out because at, at this point I was like, maybe I still want to go to law school. Maybe I want to do social work. Maybe. And I wasn't sure. And so it was awesome that like, I was able to kind of get that view of marketing to realize, oh my gosh, this is the best of like everything that I like, that it's analytical, it's research and it's creative, which I couldn't really find in like the other industries I was looking at. So. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like what well, not for you, for like for me when I was in college, like, I usually went for the money, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, so my first major was computer science. No, it was engineering. Oh, I didn't know that. I took one, one engineering class. I was like, nope, not for me. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. And then I went for computer science, which is okay. You know, I had like um, a year and a half left for graduating with a computer science degree. Mm-hmm. But then like, I honestly, I, I did it for the money. Yeah. So, and I did, I hated coding with a passion. Like, honestly, it yeah. sucked. Like it, yeah. I hate I hate focusing on commas and parentheses and all that stuff. And if I mess that up, I missed the whole <laughs> quota. Though for one comma, yeah. For one comma, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is annoying. Yeah. So then um, something happened to me um, during my college years where I was like, you know, screw it. I'm going to go for my passion, which was video at the time. Mm-hmm. And so my university had like a, a degree called New Media Arts, which focused in on anything new media. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to get this degree and I'm going to probably be a video editor. And after I graduated, I, like it, it was just so hard, mm-hmm. like so hard to find a job. It took me three months just to land that crappy insurance job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they only paid me like $15 and mm-hmm. like, which is like wild. I don't think people talk about that because that's, I was in the same situation when I graduated that I moved, I moved to LA kind of on a whim. And then I got a job at a law firm because that's what I thought I wanted. And I, yeah, I was making like, yeah, like $15 an hour. 
Yeah, and like I don't, I don't want to my home, home but like, do like, what's what's the point of me getting this degree and like ending up here? Like, what's I basically wasted my time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I could be working at like a bank or like something and making this much, which is like, I mean, no, like hate to that, obviously, right. but like, it it sucked that like you spent all this time and money into something and then like because it's not like a super specialized degree, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like. At least for me, I was like, it didn't feel like I could get like what I thought I was worth at that point. Right. No, no, I, I get you. And I think, I think because I, I, I got sucked into the whole uh, like mindset, you know, like go to college, you get a good mm-hmm. job, you know, you could mm-hmm. pay, you know, like just yeah. that little, mm-hmm. that little thing. I mean, now to me, honestly, like if I were to have kids or whatnot, and I would tell them, look, like only go to college like if you first of all if you want to find yourself you know i, I get that whatever but like go with the college with a plan you know like mm-hmm. like be focused on what you want to do yeah um because honestly some in some industries you don't need a degree all you really need is yeah. experience yeah that's what i wish i would have figured out i think before college too is because i think looking back i'm like maybe i would have done actually like computer um like more computer stuff or like design or like something else because that's something that seems more i mean i loved my major obviously <laughs> i that's why i studied it but it was it's just i mean to i get think to i didn't know exactly what i wanted and i just happened to take a sociology class and i was like actually i'm like really interested in this and so <laughs> why not major in it <laughs> yeah but then you realize like oh snap like this degree is worthless and like mm-hmm. i can't really get a job like mm-hmm. you know and it's hard to get a job because there's so mm-hmm. many people competing out there yeah you really don't think about it you know yeah and the thing is is like with my degree i was like i chose it because it was so i could go into so many different industries but then then after that i was like oh my gosh like that's also the the pitfall of sociology is like i could go into law or i could go into social work or business or whatever but like if i don't have a plan or like a trajectory like it doesn't make sense. So I'm glad that I was able to fall into marketing, <laughs> but it, yeah. I wish I would have planned it out a lot better. <laughs> no, no, I get you. So for me, okay. So this is kind of weird for me in general. Like I believe things work out, you know, the way it's supposed to work out, you mm-hmm. know, but I also don't believe in destiny. So it's kind of contradicting itself, but like, sure. I don't know, like everything fell into place for me. Yeah. Because honestly the, the media, the Disney job, all that stuff, no, you know, just to my fellow coworkers or whatnot mm-hmm. that are still in the media industry, like you don't get a lot of pay unless like you're a manager or some higher up, which they get tons of money, but you're mm-hmm. in, the, in the bottom of the pole. Like it's hard to move up. The pay sucks. You have to wait like at least 10 years for someone to retire. And then maybe you get offered that same position, you know, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And yeah. So to me, I just wasn't having it. And I decided, you know, I'm going to freaking just change uh, careers. Is that what made you like decide that switch was, you know, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. Like, so, why did you cho- choose SEO specifically? Cause that's like, so like, that's a big shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, for me, it was kind of like, you know, I just gotten divorced mm-hmm. um, from my, my ex-wife and uh, I'd sold my house, you know, so I was basically starting a new, and then the whole Mm. disney buying fox and then we were like in limbo for like a year 
So we didn't know if we had our jobs or not. And then mm -hmm. they decided like, hey, our branch is closing down. If you want to leave, go ahead. If you don't, well, you can get a severance package, you know? Mm -hmm. So I decided, okay, why not? I'm going to stay, get severance yeah. package and whatnot. Like, and I searched Google like a lot, like to find out what careers can I do? Do I need to go back to school? Mm -hmm. You know, because honestly, I don't know what I want to do still. You know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I was sick of media. Like, honestly, this is not my job for me. I, I don't, I hate it. Yeah. Like, and the pay is not even worth it, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. trying to think, I'm almost in my 30s, so I kind of want a job that has stability, like a good uh, future that pays well. Yeah, of course. So then I remember one time during college, I was subscribing to this YouTube channel called Engineering Truth, mm -hmm. which promoted this course talking about digital marketing. And I had learned some digital marketing throughout my college years as well, because, you know, my degree is in new media. So yeah. basically I learned painting, drawing, um, oh, wow. how to make a website, you know, video, like anything media based I learned. So I learned awesome. some digital marketing as well. Like I learned what SEO was. I know what Google mm -hmm. ads was. I really wasn't interested. I was like, what the heck is this? this is boring, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know like the possibilities of like how great it could yeah. be. Mm -hmm. And so after I took the course, I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. So I took the course in November, mm -hmm. uh, late November. Was it like a free course or was it? No, I had to pay. Okay. So at the time it was $99 a month, a subscription based. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I, the, I think the course creator changed it to be like $500 for a lifetime. Oh, okay. so you're not paying monthly, you know, you just, it's a lifetime fee, whatever. So I decided to take the course and it basically is very simple. Just say like, hey, do all this, learn all this stuff, get your experience and then you'll get a job. So I got to the applying part of the, uh, the section where I applied to jobs after getting my experience mm -hmm. and honestly, Ali, let me tell you, like it, it, it blew my mind. Like honestly, the after the first week of applying, I applied January first. After seven days, I got at least one call back. That's fine. And I'm telling you, like when I graduated from college, mm -hmm. I had, I think in three months span, like I applied to so many jobs, only had five callbacks. That's crazy. Yeah, and and so after the first interview for digital marketing, like I, I got interviewed every single week. Wow. Whether it was a phone interview or in-person interview, just like mm -hmm. it, the difference was night and day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, this career is amazing. Like, mm -hmm. and I, even not to this day, I still get hit up by recruiters. Like, Hey, I uh, saw your profile. I was wondering if you want to interview for this job or not. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, I just, I'm not, now I'm happy with I'm, where I'm at right now. You know, mm -hmm. I, I still, my boss is like, he's basically paying me to mentor. Mm -hmm. So I honestly want to stay there for a good while. Yeah. You know, cause why not? You know, yeah, learning really from a guy that learned, has 15 years of experience in digital marketing. That's awesome. And he's paying me. Yeah. That's a, no, that's a cool way to get into it. Just like figuring out, okay, this is like, I think that's, I think that's the hard part of figuring out your career is like stick, like pursuing something and like seeing if it sticks. I feel like that's a lot of adulting. <laughs> well, I was put in a position. I think most people, when they're comfortable, they don't want to make change. They don't want to do That's anything. You know, they just stay in their lane, which I get because I, mm -hmm. I was the same way, you know. But, like, when you have to make that change, it's like, you know, you get that irkling, like, oh, dude, I have to do this, I have to do this. And that's, yeah. when, you make, that's when you actually go, some regular, most people, you know, just go ahead and do it. That's true. So. No, that's true. When, yeah, when you want to see that change in your life, like, you know what, I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm not being fulfilled in my job or whatever it is. Yeah, that's 100% when you need to make a shift. Yeah, but some people actually just like, they, they still stay. Even if they hate uh -huh. their job, they still mm -hmm. stay in their job. Because like, guess yeah. what? They're not, they're not getting fired. Yeah. You know, they have a consistent yeah. pay, uh, steady payment, uh, paycheck, you know, and they don't want to switch. 
they're comfortable yeah. that's the thing and yeah i feel that's also one of the things that kind of like well for me in general like i i feel fortunate enough to where i am right now but honestly like if disney buying foxing never happened and i lost my job like i would never really have the balls to mm-hmm. just like go ahead and just like make that career change and make that yeah. jump that's awesome though because it, it does take a lot to i think look at like where you're at and be like you know what like i'm not happy and i don't want to do this <laughs> and that's why i'm kind of glad that we're doing this on podcast as well as well mm-hmm. as our youtube channel just because like to me, it always like I'm doing something different, like something out of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know about you, but I think being an introvert, like I hate this. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I hate no, people. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I it's fun there. talking to people, but it's like yeah. putting yourself out there. That's like a whole nother ballgame. <laughs> like, like being I, a host. Yeah. Like being yeah. a host, like talking to people, like mm-hmm. I hate being on camera. I hate yep. That's why you see me when I'm a video editor. I like being behind the camera, doing the editing <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, I knew I knew I was never a, a TV personality, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that. I don't have that energy and stuff like that. You know, that's a lot of negative thinking. But like, I know who I am. You know, so to like, yeah. I think it's a good thing too. Like to keep practicing in my comfort zone. You know, and you know, I was gonna say learning new skills and like learning something that or putting yourself in a position that it is uncomfortable because that's, I think where the most growth is. Yeah. You, you get yourself in a comfort, uncomfortable situation, but you also learn from it, you know, mm-hmm. so I feel like mm-hmm. it's a, that's a good thing. I think so too. So, Oh yeah. It's good for me too. Cause I, it's funny. I, I mean, I grew up like, per, I don't know if you know this, I grew up like performing, like I like did like piano a lot. And- I saw that. I see, you know, I, I saw one, one time in high school. Uh, I don't know who told me this. Like, yeah, Ali's performing a play in Greece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. I, I saw pictures too. Were you Sandy? Or like I was were, not Sandy. You were I, was some, like, Patty, I was Patty Simcox, oh, the Jew. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and that's yeah. why I thought you were an extrovert too. That okay, that's like the funniest thing because like I cannot pub- public speak like to save my life. But I will I can perform. Like I was in show choir in high school. And like I was in musicals and like I would do like piano recitals and like these like piano competitions and I could do all that, but that's because I wasn't talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, and it's interesting because like in the musical, like obviously I'm talking to people, but I'm talking to like the people right next to me. I'm not like talking to the crowd necessarily. And same with singing. Like I felt like, like I can perform, but I cannot like talk. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I would get stage fright. Like I would. I'd oh, it's scary. Like, like, yeah, like, like so people scary. looking at me, watching what I do, like, yeah. no, nah, I, I overthink things a lot. <laughs> and, like, that's why I mumble my words sometimes. I'm like, Same. no, it's not the right way to say it. Like, I say it mm-hmm. in a better way, you know? Yeah. No, it's funny because, yeah, coming from that type of background, like, yeah, you'd think I'd be comfortable in this kind of situation, but no, no. <laughs> not in this light. In fact, I, like, in college, I was in a performance group, um, like a multicultural performance group. So we did dances from we did dances and also songs, but we did dances from Asian, Polynesian, Native American, Latin, and African cultures. And this one, I was in the group for like three or four years. And this one year, they usually they had the director kind of announce each number, right? But then one year, they're like, oh, like, we're gonna have the students do this. And they like, gave me one country. And I was like, I like, I repeated and I had, I like practiced so hard. And then the day that like we're performing and we perform like we went on tour, like we performed like wow, probably 15 times. 
And so like in the course of like two weeks. And so <laughs> the first, I remember like the first night I like, I like, I kept saying this, like the same, like three words at the beginning. I was like, this is the, this is the, this, cause I like couldn't remember. <laughs> I like got such stage fright. I was like, I can't talk. But then I get on stage and smile on my face and like I can perform. But oh, that's cool. <laughs> it was funny. funny. I, would, I would never do that. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's. I mean, I don't do that anymore. But. Well, to tell you how introverted I am, I used to be very emo as well. Not emo. Oh, I, I did I used... not know that. In, in, okay. So in middle school, I had my hair grown out, whatever, you know, I like the emo bands and all that stuff. I never dressed the way like the emo sports like dress. Like what bands? Like uh, back in the day, like um, well now now it's called more of um, like scene. Alternative, yeah, it's, yeah, okay. scene. Like yeah. I was into stuff like that, but then you would never know because I'd like wear a polo to school. <laughs> yeah, preppy. Yeah, I was like, so preppy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the styles back then change, you know, a lot. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. Well, Lehi calls me emo, but I'm like he's saying the wrong the wrong term. Uh, Lehi's my best friend. Lehi and me are totally different. Like as in, he's more outgoing, and he's also, he's very I guess outgoing. you could say, like more into the hip hop, R and B, Latin culture, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I'm, I'm here, like playing like my American like rock music and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. So that's funny. That's I'm. I feel like way more Americanized than like my Latino friends. I like didn't have a ton in in Georgia, and then I went to BYU in Utah and somehow like became a part of like a lot of multicultural things mm. and like that group the dance group and stuff and so i had like all these latino friends but i felt a little out of place <laughs> because i was like i listened to so like i just like yeah like pop culture wise like they'd say things and i'm like i don't know what that is <laughs> uh, i got you i got you I i'm more into now the latino music now like, like Me now too. that now i'm like more into like latino stuff the mm -hmm. music all that stuff yeah i mean i still can't dance but you know, <laughs> uh, that's okay but yeah, like I, I like my like, my culture now. You know, back back in the day, it it was hard, for sure. Well, especially like I think specifically to where we grew up, it's very white, and like I think, <laughs> and so like I think it was hard for me. Anyways, it was hard to like accept. I think my culture and like really appreciate my culture. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it is hard because, like, like you say, it was kind of like a white school. I, I wouldn't say, like, it was super white because, like, they did have, like, minorities in there. Yeah. It wasn't super white, but, like, it is. it was more Americanized. And, you know, you, you tend to, like, who your group of friends are, you tend to, like, want to be them, you know? For sure. But get, going back to being the whole whitewash thing, like, you know, like, I feel like I was more Americanized, right? But, like... Growing up, like we have like this Latino group, like they're super Latino, like they just came from like, you know, their country, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you start speaking to them, like you know, because I don't, I don't, I didn't practice my Spanish at all. Yeah, you know, I spoke English, yeah. right? So when I did speak my Spanish, it was kind of like off-putting because I didn't have that practice. Like I could understand everything a person was saying, mm -hmm. I just really couldn't speak it. Yeah. So yeah. I was embarrassed of like you know messing up. Mm-hmm. And well, so like, I just spoke English, you know, and I just mm -hmm. gravitated to more English speakers. So like, I think the Latino people at the time, you know, you're young, you're, you know, you don't know anything, whatever they think they thought I was better than them, you know, mm -hmm. like, nah, dude, that's not the case. You know, I just not comfortable, you know, speaking Spanish. Yeah. That's a hundred percent how I felt. <laughs> so it's like, it's interesting. Cause I, I didn't have a lot of Latino friends for that reason too. Like 
I just didn't, I couldn't connect with them on that level because my, yeah, my Spanish wasn't that great to the point where like my mom <laughs> sent me to Peru for a few months <laughs> to improve my Spanish one summer. That I think creates some kind of like insecurity because that is part of you, but it's also like, yeah, you just get insecure because you're like, that should, like, I should be good at Spanish, right? Like, I mean, I, I look like up, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that weird stereotype, but like, I mean, that's obviously not every Latino is going to be like. No, but like, even when I was working, like, because I used to work at Publix in Delhi, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. get these customers, right? And they're Spanish, Spanish customers, right? Yeah. And they want to speak to me in Spanish, and I'm mm-hmm. all cool with it, but I, re- I reply back in English, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they give me this dumbfounded look like, or like disrespect, like, like, you're, you're Hispanic. Why don't you speak Spanish? You know, I'm like, like, because they, they don't know my background. They don't know me. They automatically yeah. assume I should speak Spanish. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it happened more than once. So like, yeah. to a point where like, I just didn't care anymore. Like, you know, I told, I told them like, yo, I'm Filipino. Like, the heck? <laughs> That's smart. I should have done that. No, it's good. I, cause I, I would speak it, but I remember like, my like Latin friends would like be like, oh, like you, you speak like a gringa. I'm like, yeah, and that's off putting. Like, oh, You're like, okay. it, it makes you not want to speak Spanish. Yeah, it does. It does. And like, even like, I mean, even just like extended family would say that about me too. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I, I like, you're living in two worlds, I think, a lot of times. Like, you're like, well, like you have obviously your Latin roots, but you also have your American roots. And like, I think it's hard sometimes to please both. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. You have to be like perfect in both, which is like yeah. really hard. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, like, that's not me, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like the Selena movie. Have you, have you seen the Selena movie? Yeah, yeah, that, that quote <laughs> by like, you gotta be more Mexican than the Mexican, yeah. you gotta be more American than the American, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's like any, every, I think, immigrant child. <laughs> like you have to do both. I mean, but now I'm like, I'm happy where I'm at, you know, and if, like I'm comfortable with my own skin now. So like, like, you know, I, I found out who I am as a person, you know, yeah. I don't have, you know, growing up, it was a little harder, but I just feel way better. Like if people come up to me and like, I don't care what people think anymore, you know, like yeah. I'm out of that whole high school, middle mm-hmm. school stage and phase, you know, where yeah. I think about what people think about me and if I, if I messed up, whatever, and this, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I don't care yeah. now. Yeah. And I think being, being of a different ethnicity, I think puts on a different, a big, like another layer of that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful now that I'm like, okay, I that's in the past (laughs) and I can like learn from that and like be, I feel like way more comfortable in both of my cultures, both I'm Latina and I'm also American. So basing off on our experience, you know, me and you grew up two different, you know, lives, but it's kind of similar as well. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to do a YouTube channel as well, you know? And it was more for like people that needed help throughout life. You mm-hmm. know? And also I made, I created that YouTube series for Latino people, but you don't have to be Latino to watch the YouTube series, you know, but I did want to really get people from Latino culture, Latino descendants, you know, mm-hmm. just so, you know, if you're Latino, you, you watch it, like, I don't know, like you, you feel like, Oh, that's me. That's someone like that that same experience with me. I'm an immigrant as well. You know, like mm-hmm. I had the same hardships and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and I think this podcast for me, I, I wanted to create this podcast. Just like, I want to take it away from the YouTube channel and just focus more on Latinos. Mm-hmm. And our, yeah. And focus on our experiences and our, I think the difficulties and also like the celebrations within our community 
that we can talk about and also like the funny things i think that our culture can yeah and like just too. observations like because me and you come from more americanized we can like stand back and look at and see uh certain things that may not look weird in latino culture but looks weird and for american culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so this this podcast i think is going to be about that it's going to talk about maybe some controversial things we can bring some guests on and some of the guests we have like have certain opinions that maybe me me and you might not agree on but that's okay because i feel like this is an open space it's gonna be Uh just a a friendly good uh i guess debate if it has to be a debate yeah discussion you know yeah i'm all for debating (laughs) so (laughs) a friendly debate a friendly debate yeah i don't want somebody like (laughs) i'm not gonna attack anyone (laughs) yeah yeah, i don't want to attack nobody like as as long as you respect my beliefs i respect your beliefs i think we're cool yeah so and yeah. I never want to like push my beliefs on someone else, you know? That's how I am. I'm not going to change their mind. Yeah. So. I think it's more about like learning from other people and learning because of their experiences and their kind of how they think. Because I think a lot of times, I mean, the sociologist in me is like, you know, how you grow up and like the people you surround yourself by is like kind of how, what shapes your own opinions and your own ideas and stuff. And I think, I think exploring that on this podcast will be really cool too, especially with like a Latino's perspective. Yeah, I agree too. I think it's going to be fun. I think so too. So I think, um, I think that that's the end of our podcast. I don't know about you. I don't know if anything that else is, to talk about. Nope. That is all. Okay. So make sure to follow us on our social media. So our YouTube series, it is things I've learned. Our Instagram is things underscore I've learned. And then um, if you want to follow our, oh, go ahead. No, no, follow his podcast. I'm not, I'm bad. Oh, yeah. I'm bad. <laughs> and then if you want to follow our podcast as well, um, we're all on all major podcasts. Um, you can subscribe, follow. Don't forget to rate as well, because that will bring us up on the podcast uh, lists. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. See you next time.